You're listening to Audio Theater in a Darker Shade. This is DarkerProjects.com. Now our feature presentation. that kind of weight. What? Because I'm not some sort of muscle-bound gym gorilla. Yeah, the last time I saw some guy lift that kind of weight, he was on some kind of super steroid. He was also about four times your size. Well, resisting a cheesy Jedi quote, I'll simply say, it's all in the mind, you know. Are you saying you kept some part of the Destroyer's power in you? No. But I will say, after being cooped up in stasis for nearly two years, I've been feeling a need to get myself back into shape lately. I've been out of action for far too long, and that's just not me. You gotta be ready for anything. Be at the top of your game all the time. Because you never know when you're gonna get thrown into the fight of your life. Oh, I understand. No, Tom, I don't think you really do. My early days with 31, before the Nosferatu, were... different. I was different. Sometimes I wonder if I might have lost my edge a bit. When I was in stasis and the destroyer was running things, I was out cold, good as dead. But at some point, something changed. It was as if a switch went on in my brain. And I started to remember. Remember what? Something that happened a while back, after D4. A lot of people died in that one, you know. Humans, Klingons, Romulans. Okay, so maybe the Romulans were no big loss, but it still bugged me. I wanted out. So I put in my notice and went off to a remote planet to get away from it all. Beautiful morning on Corsaba 3. Good morning, Island. What adventures do you have in mind for the Federation's oldest retiree today? Fishing, you say? Yeah. What a great idea. Let's go out and catch some lunch. But first, a quick gear check. All righty. Looks like we're good to go. What made you come back? I had no choice. What do you mean? They just beamed down and reactivated you? Not exactly in official terms. Somebody wanted me back for a reason. So they set up an elaborate plan to pull me back in. Probably figured I wouldn't take their paperwork orders too seriously. And they would have been right. Hmm. So, what happened? As usual, they had a situation they couldn't handle, and they wanted to see if I still had it in me to get the job done. Ah, time for a little early afternoon cocktail. But first, a toast. To Joe Walsh, who said it best. Life's been good to me. So far. 
frag is this? A giant transparasteel bubble? Who the hell? Yes. Damn it. All right, you bastards. I don't know who you are. When I get out of here, I'm gonna... Space, the final battleground. For many years, Starfleet had tried to maintain peace within the United Federation of Planets, but that alliance has become strained by numerous forces of opposition. The threat of Armageddon now lurks in every shadow. These are desperate times. We are the desperate measure. I know you've got some pretty weird rituals, but if you've gone through all this to thank me for the whole transwarp gate thing, you didn't have to bother. A simple case of blood wine would have been just fine. He mocks us. Do I know you? I am Gorm, son of Gordath, one of the valiant warriors who you are responsible for killing. Never heard of him. See how little he thinks of those he has set to their doom. Commander Tequila Mac of the Federation Starship Defiant. Do you know why you have been brought before this court? Because I killed some guy who apparently needed a shower? Insolent porter. <clears throat> you know, I really wish you'd have the grapefruits to turn these stasis binders off and try that again. Enough! We know who you are, Commander, and we have evidence based on reports through Captain Kane of our Imperial Navy that it was you who was giving the orders on behalf of the Federation during the battle with the Borg. Do you deny this? Well, no, not exactly. But Do I... you deny putting together a plan involving the Klingon battle fleet and the Romulan battle fleet to engage the Borg at specified sets of coordinates while at the time acting as a captain under the auspices of Starfleet Command? No, but it wasn't all me. Commander Sillen of the Romulan Empire was in cahoots with Aha! the... The confession about his Romulan collaborator as well. Now just wait one damn minute. If you let me finish a sentence, I'll tell you the whole story. While it is true that the great threat of the Borg invasion has been stopped, I sentence you, Tequila Mac, to life imprisonment without the possibility of reprieve or parole on the penal planetoid of Rura Pente.
moment. Oh, not a music fan. Those are little more than pathetic whispers compared to the great melodic battle songs of Klingon opera. Eh, Klingon opera's okay if you like the sounds of people trying to shout at each other with their throats full of phlegm. You should try Wagner. Wagner? No, but his name sounds strong. He sang opera. Nope, but he wrote them. Damn things last about 17 hours with no intermissions. Real bladder busters. And he was human? Impossible. Well, they're a strange bunch. Always full of surprises. It was said that you are a man of many surprises. I never liked being predictable. Ha! I think everyone is being overcareful in handling you. I do not think anything you could do to us would be worth worrying about. Such is the case with any human. Now you see, that's where you made your first mistake. Whoever said I was human? Then what are you? Novacron. I have not heard of this race before. We like to keep a low profile. You have heard of the Elorians, haven't you? Of course. We call them the Listeners. Some say they were immortal until the Borg either destroyed or assimilated them. Well... If you go back far enough, you'll find we came from the same source. If the Elorians are the listeners, you might say we are the watchers. We are approaching the destination. Prepare the prisoner for release. So, are you guys going to knock me out again, or do you think you've grown the stones to take me out of this Hannibal Lecter getup and march me out like warriors instead of freight handlers? All yours, guys. Now, am I in time for lunch or dinner or something? I am starved. Hi, Adal. How you doing? What do you think you're doing? I'm trying to find my way to the spa. It's been a rough few parsecs, and I thought I'd freshen up before dinner. And that young lady next to you looked like she needed a smile. You were definitely in the wrong place at the wrong time, newcomer. And smiling at the wrong girl. That carries with it an additional cost added to your new arrival tax. Wait a second. You look familiar. Big, hairless... Scar on the chin where something valuable might have been yanked off in a fight. 
<laughs> of course. My old pal Cordial. I'd ask how they were hanging, but it's obvious they're not anymore, you nutless freak. What'd you call me? I don't think I stuttered. You marble-missing moron. You lousy space parasite. The face and body may be different, but I know it's you. I can't tell you how many days I've spent in here wishing I could get my hands just once around your scrawny, bounty-hunting neck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of all the gin joints in all the world... I am tempted to announce this to the whole prison who you are. I'm sure I'm not the only one in here who'd love to thank you personally for sending them to this cesspit. Probably about as many as would like to know you're a... Oh, excuse me. Were a Balchinian, wouldn't they? You're gonna have to do better than that, pal. How about this, bounty hunter? That's not the beer hug I mind, so much as the breath. After I kill you, Mac, I plan to get a new set of jewels for my chin. Once they are implanted, nobody need ever know they once belonged to a Novacron. Oh, now you've done it. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> All right, so who bet against me? <laughs> Losers. That bunk belong to anyone? He's dead. Good. Then he won't be needing these furs either. Nice work on old Cordial back there. Oh, but don't worry about me. Cordial was no friend of mine. In fact, I think you did a bunch of people a really big favor by taking him out. So what do you want? I see you're new here. Word has it you came in on a Klingon ship. And if I did? Then it would make some folks wonder why they'd be bringing you here. Usually Klingons have their own ways of disposing of undesirables. Most of the time, either a disruptor or battleth. Then this must be my lucky day. First the school bully, and now the valedictorian. There are a lot of things around here that are more than they appear, friend. Is that right? Well, let's just say this is a rough place, and it helps to have allies. People who know their way around. The right people. They can be even more valuable than contraband. It's obvious you don't need protection, but everyone can use some help from time to time. I'll let you know. My name's Brannis. If you need anything, let me know, Mr. Jezik. Just Jezik. I imagine many things can be had here for the right price. Some people pay. Some people are paid around here. After your fight with Corgiel, I'd say you've got some credit on the meter. 
It's the least I can do for a kindred spirit. Have a nice day, Mr. Jezik. I hope we can work together sometime. Hello. May I join you? Only if you're not with anyone else who's going to try to shake me down for being polite. <laughs> no, not this time. I don't have to answer to Cordial anymore. Good for you. Because now I belong to you. <coughs> what? Cordial used to own me, but no longer. After you defeated him, I returned to my former master. But he has now given me to you. <laughs> Look, sweetheart. Tell your master I appreciate the thought, but I don't need to be looking out for anyone right now. Besides, I don't plan on being around here for very long. My master is a very powerful man here. If I fail to please you, he may beat me. Or worse, maybe give me to somebody like Aras. He's a great, fat pig who smells like a targ's backside. <sighs> so how did Cordiel acquire you? He won me in a game of chance. Nice guys. Kujil protected me, and in return I kept him warm, like I will do for you. It gets very cold in these mines. Marvelous. You got a name? Suma. I'm Jezik. So tell me, how did a nice girl like you get stuck in a place like this? Technopiracy. I have certain gifts for communicating with technology. I once helped somebody infiltrate a planetary defense system. We're essentially able to control the planet from a single room. What happened? Uh, the Federation loaned out a special android from one of their ships. It was able to remotely access the system and take it offline. It brought down the global defense barrier, and a fleet of starships came in and finished the rest. The Klingons wanted us killed, but the Federation insisted on imprisonment. They made a compromise, and here I am. Where's your boss? Oh, he died. Wonderful. Trust me, I will make your long stay here much more bearable. As I said, I don't plan on staying here very long. I have other places I need to be. I don't think so, Mr. Jezik. Since the Earthman, Kirk, many years ago, nobody has left Ruapente alive. Then it's about time someone did. So who is this master of yours? Rannis. I believe he spoke to you earlier. So Brannis runs the show around here, eh? Yes. He has certain agreements with the prison guards. He helps make their lives a little easier. Even puts a few extra pieces of latinum in their pockets. You know, the guards don't get paid a whole lot. Sounds like a pretty amenable arrangement. Life is what you make of it. Happiness can be found anywhere if you open your eyes. Even down here. So what would I need to do to get on this bandwagon? <laughs> Just say yes, darling. Hey! Hey, you! Shut off that vibro cutter! Where are all the guards? No guards here, mate. This is special detail. We're the best this mine has. The hardest workers? <laughs> oh, you must be the new guy. I'm also. 
<laughs> we work for Brannis, like you do now. That's why you were sent here. We heard about you and Kojil. Impressed the boss pretty good, it did. Sounds like you guys are pretty happy in your work. First time I've ever heard of content dilithium miners. Especially in a place like this. Oh, it's not just dilithium, old son. That ain't the only thing we pick out of these mines. What else is there? Ever hair of Paraxicum? Yeah, spacers called it brute. Probably because of what it does to you after prolonged usage. Plus it's highly addictive. They used to use it in the battle arenas as a performance enhancer before it got banned. Turned the men into muscle-bound monsters. And all the while giving you a simultaneous feeling of ecstasy the more violent you become. So you can see, there's lots more stuff down here than just dilithium, mate. How do you guys get it out of here? During prisoner drop-offs. Prisoners like yourself come in and dilithium, among other things, are loaded on board and off they go. Nice. Well, Jezek, what do you think of your new teammates? There's nothing like men who are happy in their work. Just to talk to them, you'd never know they were convicts. We like to think of it as making the best of a bad situation. It sounds like quite an impressive operation you have down here. And one that will buy me a way out of here someday. Possibly soon. Oh yeah? Come with me, Mr. Jezik. I have something interesting to show you. Can't say as this looks overly amazing. Just wait and see. Brannis, Alpha 2 Beta. Nice, doggy. Mr. Jezik, meet Orgoth, our biosecurity system. So what do you feed that thing? Typically, anybody who gets in the way of my operation. But sometimes we give them treats. The odd, uncooperative guard, for instance. Or occasionally failed business partners. Seasoned with regular doses of paraxicum, I assume. Absolutely, my friend. As you can see, they didn't nickname it Brute for nothing. In fact, a few years ago, Orgoth here was my best single customer. Now he guards the heart of my operations. Now, if you'll follow me a little further. That first door, as you noticed, was equipped with a voice lock and passcode 2. Responds solely to my unique voice patterns. Were anyone else to attempt entry, even if they had the passcode, the door would open but the locks attached to Orgoth's chains would disengage, giving him free range to exercise that delicious rage of his. Not a bad insurance policy for yourself, either. Naturally. Only I can control the beast, Mr. Jezik. If something happened to me, nobody gets to this point. Now, behold the beating heart of my operation. This 
is where we turn rock into gold. So now you see the benefits of joining my association, huh? Given some more time, I will be rich enough to buy my way off this rock. Oh, but that doesn't mean by any stretch that I won't be needing a partner to help maintain such a lucrative business. You mean work for you so you can get out of here, and then I stay behind to run the show while you're off enjoying Papalo Juice and Orion Party Girls? Exactly. We must keep our client base happy now, mustn't we? Surely one shouldn't kill off the goose that lays the golden eggs. Of course, it will be my successor's prerogative to train his own successor if he wishes to continue our partnership. Naturally, he would choose wisely, or else, well, the partnership would have to be dissolved. And such things can be so messy. So, let me guess. I'm the chosen one. How often does such a treasure fall into one's lap? And if I decide to stay poor? Then your poverty would last as long as Orgoth's next lunch break. Well, hey, who am I to refuse such a deal? You've been listening to Star Trek, the Section 31 Files. Escape from Repente, Part 1. Written by Mark Kalita. Featured in the cast were Mark Kalita as Mac, David Sobajak as the Klingons, Paul Mannering as Orso, Ellie Hirschman as Tom Beckus and Gorm, Damaris Mannering as Suma, Dan Gargon as Branus, Bill Holweg as Cordiel, Shane Harris as the Klingon judge, and Eric Busby as the prisoner. This episode was produced by Eric Busby. Post-production work by Eric Busby. This is Ben Odd, Darker Projects, Production. No attempt has been made to infringe or supersede any other existing copyright in relation to Star Trek, which remains the property of Paramount Pictures.